Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. invite you right now, however you get your Bible, whether in book form or app form, to open to probably one of the uh, most familiar passages in all of Scripture. I remember this is probably one of the first Bible verses I ever memorized. And so kids, I want to encourage you, this is one to commit to memory. It's a good one. It will guide you. It will help you. And that is in Proverbs chapter 3. And we're just going to do two verses, verses 5 and 6. And if you have an app, you can switch between translations. You can go to the NRSV. If you have NIV or King James or whatever, it's not going to be too bad. But uh, I like this translation. I think it's very close to the original languages. And so uh, let's hear the word of the Lord this morning from Proverbs chapter 3, beginning at verse 5. Hear the word of the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. How much of your heart? Thank you. Let's start over. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways. How many of your ways? All your ways. Acknowledge Him. And He will make straight your paths. It's the word of God for the people of God here and online. And our response is, thanks be to God. Well, last week, uh, you may realize that Lori and I were not here uh, because we were traveling for a wedding. And so I'm grateful to Pastor Kyle and Deidre and all the tech team and worship team, Nicole, everybody who helped to uh, make sure we had a powerful service. It was a great service. I got to watch it later online. I love this about our online campus. Not just that it's live right now, but that I can come back to it. I can, I can look at it again. I can hear something. I can, I can critique myself, uh, if I'm honest. Um, but it's a great way. If you're ever gone on a Sunday or something happens... Check us out on Facebook or YouTube later on in the week. You can listen to it probably by Monday afternoon or Tuesday. Deidre has it on the podcast. So if you have a podcast app, just search for Cross Community. It will update that. You can listen to it on the go. It's a great way. But we were gone to one of my favorite places. And that is, let's see if my my clicker may not be working today. It's not. I wonder if that's Pastor Kyle's clicker. Um, so there we go, Jackson, we're going to have fun today, aren't we? Uh, in the back here, we were in Southern California, Pasadena, Woo, one of my favorite places. Here we are on the balcony of our friend's apartment, beautiful view. We had great food. Of course, In-N-Out Burger gets into the mix, you know, double-double animal style with fries and a, and a Diet Coke because the Diet Coke erases all the other calories. <laughs> It's so good, but we were there for the wedding of our good friends, uh, Bill and Chris's daughter, Vicki. 
she was uh, to be married. Well, let's go ahead. Hang on. We, we got the band back together. This was our praise team at our church in California, and we were singing together. Some of our best friends, some of you may remember Pastor Perry, who came during my sabbatical a few years, and he helped with worship, and he also spoke that day. And let's go to the next slide. Here's the beautiful ceremony. I wasn't in charge of the ceremony. I just got to sing and sit back and enjoy this. But this is a very unique ceremony. Because Vicky and Guillermo, who are right up there, Vicky is just a kid we watched grow up from the time she was probably 14 up until now. She studied in London, and so when we were living in Ireland, she came over and visited us. And, and so we've just watched Vicky grow up. Well, she met Guillermo, and they got married. Guillermo is from Guatemala, and they got married in Guatemala February of 2020. There was supposed to be an American wedding and celebration in March of 2020. I'll let you, I'll leave it up to your imaginations to, to figure out why three different times we postponed that. But this time, we got it in. And they decided because it was so close to Vicky's parents' 40th wedding anniversary that they would do a vow renewal as well. And it was so fun because Vicky and Guillermo have been married now for two years. They actually have a one-year-old little boy. And so it was kind of just fun in all of these seasons of life to hear them talk. They knew each other. Those vows after two years and, and one little boy, the vows were different that they spoke to one another. You know, I, I remember Guillermo saying, I vow to not let us go to DEFCON 1. When I leave my socks on the floor. That's a very specific vow. Very specific. It comes from knowing. It comes from living life. It comes from that deep love and understanding. And then, of course, Bill and Chris, with 40 years together, the things that they shared brought tears to everybody because we have seen this lived out for 40 years. And as I was sitting there for once, just in the back, not up front, and getting to see all of this, I thought, this is so beautiful. And this verse that that we've read today just came to my mind. And so I want you to I want you to hear this today and I want us to look at this. We can go to the next slide there, Jackson. That verse 5, we're looking at two verses, but verse 5 um, really restates how we were meant to live. It kind of sums everything up. This is how we were meant to live. We were meant to live trusting in the Lord with all of our hearts and not relying on our own insight. A lot of Proverbs you can take all the way back into the garden of, in Genesis. And this was how human beings were created to live. To live trusting the God who created everything, who provided everything. To live in this relationship of trust with Him. And that meant that we were called not to rely on our own wisdom. Everything was provided in that garden. I'm not going to go back into Genesis, but you can read that. Genesis 1, 2, and 3. Go ahead. You can read that uh, this week if you would like. But God provided everything, including access to the tree of life. Everything they needed was provided. But he said, I want you to not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Did God just want us to be silly? No. 
God wanted to teach us so that we would know actually what is good and what is evil. That we were to trust Him enough to let Him teach us what those things would be. Let's go to the next slide because we didn't really live up to that. If you read the story, we decided, no, we want to determine right and wrong for ourselves. And so we grasped at that knowledge of good and evil. And from that moment until this moment, we have been getting right and wrong incorrect every time. It's just one of those things. And so, this first verse restates the intention of how you and I, you online, how we were called to live in a trusting relationship with the God who has provided everything for us. But it doesn't just end there, it goes on to verse 6. Let's move to that next slide. And verse 6 reorients our daily life. Because we chose to grasp for ourselves and because we have gotten right and wrong, incorrect so often and and introduced so many things that have broken and shattered our world as human beings, verse 6 then has the hope of reorienting us back in to our daily life. And so it says, in all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your paths Straight. I want us to look at three things that's found in the second verse that I want us to look at. The first part of that verse says, in all your ways. Can we move to that next slide, Jackson? Ways. I want us to look. I'm going to geek out here for just a little bit in Hebrew. Is that okay? You guys with me? All right. All your ways. The word for ways is the word derech. Everybody say derech with me. Ready? One, two, three. Derech. Let's say it one more time. Ready? One, two, three. Derech. And that word literally means path or paths or roads. Now, why am I making a big deal about this? Because in English today, when we say in all their ways, we think of some different things. You know, maybe for some of you, Billy Joel comes to mind. She's got a way about her. Now, is he talking about path or road? No, he's talking about her attitudes, her behaviors, her beauty, all of these kinds of things. So in English, when we talk about ways, we just, we can think of a lot of different things, but the, the writer of Proverbs wants something very specific. On all your paths, all your roads, we all come into this place today and we all come to this scripture from a different path and a different road. Some of you were raised around church. And so this feels very natural and normal. For some of you, this is like your first time here and it's kind of awkward and you don't understand what we're doing and why did we sing and and all of the things that go into that. But what the writer is saying is that right now, from wherever you are, wherever the road has led you, whatever road or path you're on right now, there's something you can do from wherever you are right now. So whatever path led you to this place this morning or led you to this place online this morning, the writer has something for you. Are you ready? It's the second part. The second part is that we acknowledge Him. Now, 
You see, I've underlined acknowledge already because I want us to understand something about the word for acknowledge. Let's go forward. Acknowledge is not about saying thanks. When in in my life, I read a lot of books and there's always a section either at the beginning or the end where the author acknowledges And, and what that author does is they thank people. Thank you to my family for giving me space to write. Thank you for my editor. Thank you for this. Or maybe for some of you, it's the Oscar awards. You know, they stand up and they, they try to get into one minute, like nine minutes worth of names and people and places and the music starts playing and they're led off with their Oscar. But I want you to know that that is not what acknowledgement here means. When the writer of Proverbs says, from wherever you are, this is what you can do. You can acknowledge God. The Hebrew word that's used there is the word yada. Let's say that together. Now, it's not Yoda. That's a different character. It's yada. Let's say that together. Ready? One, two, three. Yada. Let's say it one more time. One, two, three. Yada. And so what this acknowledgement means is it's not just Thanks, God. Thank you for my abilities. Thank you for that. Although it's not bad to do that. But what the author is specifically saying here is from whatever road you are on, wherever you find yourself today, get to know, deeply know God. Yada is a knowledge that always wants to go deeper in its understanding. It always wants to grow. It always wants to see the new thing. It always wants to know how we are to live trusting in God with all our hearts. This is yada. This is what it means. That from whatever path you are on today, you can begin the process of knowing, deeply knowing, and growing in your knowledge of God. That's acknowledge. Does that change something for you just a little bit? It's not just tipping my hat, thanks God. It's God, in this moment, in this situation, in that experience, how can I deeply get to know you from wherever you are right now on your road? Seek deeper knowledge of God. Let's move on. It says that there's something that happens when we're on our path, our derech, and we, yada, seek to know God, that He will make straight your paths. This is interesting. I want us to look at a couple words here. Let's go to the next slide. The word for make straight is the word yashar. You want to say that with me, don't you? Especially kids, don't you want to say that with me? Ready? One, two, three. Yashar. Let's say it one more time. Ready? One, two, three. Yashar. And one more time so you really remember it. Ready? One, two, three. Yashar. Now what does yashar mean? It means to make straight, yes, but it honestly means to smooth out, to straighten, or to correct. It can be used in a lot of different ways, to smooth out, to straighten, or correct. And so this, this helps us uh, open up the metaphor a lot, a lot larger. And one way that I experienced that this week was with my son, who uh, we, he is, just loves anything airplanes, And he wasn't sure in in his career if he wants to fly planes, build planes, design planes. But his grandparents and I said, well, let's let's find out about flying planes. And so for Christmas, he got his first lesson. And this week, he took us all up in the airplane. 
And here he is. It was just supposed to be that once we got in the air, he was going to learn how to do this. But the instructor was so awesome. He let Jackson take off, do this up in the air, and land us. I mean, it was the, I'm, I'm just beaming with pride. I mean, it was, it was pretty impressive. But what I saw as the instructor uh, was talking with Jackson, and we could hear everything in our headsets, he was Yashar. There's a lot to go up there. You can't really see everything, but there's a lot of instruments. And so you've got to keep the plane level this way with the wings. And you've got to keep the plane level this way so that you're not presenting too much of one side or the other to, uh, to, the, to the wind. And sometimes you need some course correction. And so I saw the instructor, Yashar Jackson, he would go, like this, and Jackson would get the plane, and you'd see the instrument level back, go like that, and he'd go like this, and, and Jackson would do that, and sometimes he would he would say, we need to course correct to this heading, and Jackson knew how to look at that, and, and would go, and we're going to head back to the landing strip now, and, and we'd go that way, and this is Yashar. So often when we think of correction or straightening or those kinds of things, I think in our day and age, we kind of have this disciplinarian view. And yet, I believe that when God yashars our path, this is what He is doing. He is correcting the course. He is balancing us out. He is pointing. He is moving and invites us to make those course corrections. He yashars our path. So that from wherever your road has led, if you are seeking to know Him, if you are seeking to have your knowledge of Him grow day by day from right where you are, you will begin to see that God will make straight, will course correct your path. And I found this interesting. Let's go to the next slide there, Jackson. The author uses a different word for path the second time. So in all your ways, and that's probably why in English they wanted to change it, he will make your path straight, but this time in Hebrew, the path is orach. you got to have little things. So you may want to put your hand in front of your face so you don't spit on the person in front of you as we say this. Ready? One, two, three. Orach. Very good. You guys are going to be great Hebrew speakers. Let's try it one more time. One, two, three. Orach. We won't do it a third time because I don't want anybody to get wet. But what this means is highway. So it is a path. It can be translated path, but it's a a larger path. It's often used to talk about caravans or a highway. And highways are something that you want to be straight. You want as many people to be able to go down that path uh, in a straight away in the most direct route. And so what the author is saying is wherever your road is from all your paths, seek deep and increasing knowledge of God and he will smooth out he will straighten he will course correct and make a direct route for you and guess what that route is wide enough that others could join you on it that's exciting that this is what God calls us this is the reorientation of our daily lives into the wisdom of God how we were called and created to live in our world that from whatever road you are on right now in this moment seek that deep and increasing knowledge of God and he will make the paths go straight he will give you that wisdom in that moment Whatever you're called to. Let's go to the next slide. 
So the big question then is, so how do we yada God? You're like, okay, that's nice, but give me some, give me some principles. Give me some ways that I can move into yada. I want to do that. I want to see the, the course correction. I want to see the straightening. I want to see the smoothing out of the path. I believe there are two things that God gives to us to help us enter into yada. And that is honest people and honest prayer. Honest people and honest prayer. You may want to write these down because you need to remember. Let's start with the first one, honest people. By honest people, I mean honestly the church and then beyond the church into small groups. Now let me pause here because I know that sometimes the church feels more like it's critical people than it is honest people. But really... The reason for church and the reason for small groups beyond church is that they are supposed to be about biblical relationships, not just biblical retention. If your entire spiritual growth is about just coming here one hour on a Sunday, I love this, what this one pastor friend of mine said, if this is your entirety of your spiritual growth, It's like getting all the babies in the nursery together, misting them with milk on the face and telling their parents that you fed them. You need honest people. Now church, we have often meant in our thought thought that in our honesty, we were telling people the truth, but in honesty, sometimes we're just being critical and we need to repent of that. Because we're called into biblical relationships where we speak honestly with one another, where we share honestly with one another, where our path is and where God is calling us to know Him more deeply and so that we can begin to see together that highway, that orach, straightened out in our lives. This is what we're called to. Biblical relationships, not just Bible retention. Let's move to the next slide. So if you're not part of a church, you're joining us online, find one. It's important for you to live into this. It's important that you have honest people around you. And if you feel like that church has just been critical people around you, then there's plenty of other churches. We would love for you to be here. I have found this place to be a very honest place. If you are part of this local congregation and you are not a part of a small group, then guess what? You need to join one. We have some that are just starting today. You can still sign up. You can still be a part of that. You need to begin to build those biblical relationships and, and begin to get to know someone who's going to be honest with you as you try to seek from your path to know God deeply and to see Him make those course corrections in your life. Let's move to the next thing. Next part is honest prayer. And here's where we begin to move into our mobilization. Let's move to that next slide. Honest prayer, I want you to know, because sometimes we think, I can't pray, but I want you to know that prayer is simply about needing help. It's not about knowing holy words. I want us to say this together, out loud, on the count of three, because I want all of us to remember this. You should write this down. This is important. Ready? One, two, three. Prayer is about needing help, not knowing holy words. 
I love what Anne Lamott writes when she says, some of the best prayers are help me, help me, help me, and then thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it. It's acknowledging, honestly, my honest prayer, I need help. That I don't trust in the Lord with all of my heart. I often lean on my own insights. But I want to, from my path where I am right now, deeply know God and see Him smooth out those paths and make them wide enough for others. Help me, help me, help me. And as you see that happening, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm grateful to be a part of a denomination, and I know we're not the only one. And there are other, there are beautiful people in many other forms of Christianity. But I'm grateful to be a part of a church that wants to mobilize at least this region, and I'm sure the other regions are doing this as well in their own dialects and languages, but in the United States and Canada, we are calling for half a million, 500,000 Nazarene people to pray honest prayers and to receive honest insight from those honest people back. And so this is going to be an important thing. We are going to, let's go to that next slide, Jackson. From, from now until Pentecost, we are going to be praying. Pentecost is June 5th. And we're going to invite you into this starting today and going through to June 5th. That's just a little over a month. I think we can do it. We're going to invite you and we want to prepare you and prep you for this. So there are a few ways that you can be a part of this daily prayer. And we're going to look at this. So let's go to that next slide. We are praying three things. And I believe all three of these things are about a church that's on the path seeking growing knowledge of God, deep knowledge of God in ways that allows Him to straighten our path, correct our course, widen the highway, and get us there as directly as possible. These are the three things. We'll go through them quickly. One is protection. We're praying for protection. But I want you to hear this today. Because oftentimes when we pray about protection, what we think we're praying about is that my way of life will just continue to be the way it's always been. That is not the type of protection we're praying for. We are praying for protection on the path, not in the pew. That outside of this, as God is calling us into the world to serve, that God would protect our witness, that God would protect us as we are out there engaging with other people, that God would protect our minds and hearts, not from other people, but from, what is the Lord's Prayer? Deliver us from evil. It's okay to pray these things. We're called to pray, but it's not about protecting you in that pew. It's about protecting you on that path out there where you're called to serve and to love those who have never heard about the love of God. So that's one. We're we're praying for protection. Number two, let's go to that next slide, Jackson. We're praying for direction. Direction assumes that you're going, not staying. How many of you get on your GPS and look up, well, I, I need to go right here where I am. Anybody? No. 
You put it when you, you know you, I've got to go somewhere else and it's unfamiliar for me and, I, and I'm not sure of how to get there. Then you pray for direction. I'm here. You're calling me there. I don't know how to get there, so I need direction. Help me. Help me. Help me. And when I get there, I'm going to turn around and say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How many of you, honest, say thank you to Siri once you get someplace? When she says, you're, you've arrived. I guess I'm the only weirdo. We're praying for protection on the path, not the pew. We're praying for direction because we know that God is calling us to go, not stay. And lastly, we're praying for revelation. Because the only one who's going to help us get there is our leader, Jesus. And we need to see where Jesus is leading us to serve. And therefore, we need to see Jesus. And friends, Jesus is out there. Yes, we we gather here and He he walks among us and challenges us and inspires us, but we need to have our eyes open to see where He is in your work, in your home, with your kids, in your spouse, in your families, in your schools. This is the call. These three things we'll be praying for for the next a little over a month from now till June 15th. There's a few ways you can do that. Let's go to the next slide. How can I participate? I'm glad you asked. I want to let you know. Here we go. One, if you are just a hardcore paper person, we have about 10 and I have one more in my bag. So we have 11. So if, if you're just a paper person, you have to have the tangible paper thing and you don't have a printer at home. Then we have some at the Connect Center, and I'll make sure I get mine back there so we have 11, okay? If you're an app person, you can go ahead right now. Uh, go back, Jackson, one more. Go back to the, yeah. You can scan that QR code, and it will take you to the Prayer Journal app. Now, this morning, because there are 500,000 of us all up and down our time zone, um, we're having a little struggle with getting it to come up. So we'll make sure that this gets to our website so that you can click on it and go, or you can just go to your app store, whichever one, uh, Android or Apple, click on uh, Half Million Mobilization, type that in, it'll take you there. You can download it and join us on an app form each day. Now let's go to the next slide. If you have a printer at home, scan the QR code that says prayer journal. Scan that and you can download it and print it at home. Again, we'll get this to our website and on our Facebook page so you can do this at home where your printer is. The other one is Holiness Today. Holiness Today is the publication of the Church of the Nazarene. If you just want to understand more about the half million mobilization, you can scan that QR code. It will take you. You can begin to look through that online. Okay? Again, we'll have these. I want to get us through because we actually want to pray today. Okay? Let's move to the next slide. If you just want to know more about the half million mobilization, there's a, there is the QR code right there. But the most important one is that survey. I think this is beautiful. The survey says that prayer is not just about me shouting things to God, but that God actually speaks to His people when they pray. 
And so that survey, as you are praying for protection and for direction and for revelation, and you feel God has said something to you and you write it down, this is how you are going to begin to share that. And that will go out. And and the leaders of our congregation are going to be looking at this as they are looking as we're coming out of COVID around the globe. What is church going to look like? How are we going to go and serve? How are we going to do these things? And and they believe that God still speaks to His people. Amen? And so then, of course, after all of that, then how about we just have some honest prayer with honest people right here today? And so here's where we're going to pray. And so I'm going to invite you, as I always do, To take whatever posture allows you to know you're in God's presence. Some of you, you may need to stand up because you've fallen asleep because it's warm in here and, and you didn't have enough coffee this morning. Some of you just need, need to sit and that's okay as well. Some of you maybe need to take the hand of the person next to you because you want to pray with another honest person. Some of you may want to come and kneel at an altar and put your body in a posture of reverence to God. You can do that here. You can do that where you're sitting. Just turn around. It's okay. We used to do this when I was a kid. It's not weird. It's just somebody who wants to say an honest prayer as an honest person to God and to pray for protection as they are sent out, for direction, where they're going, and for revelation to see what Jesus is doing. So let's let's go ahead, let's just take that posture, whatever you need to do, you can stand, you can sit, you can grab the, the hand of the person next to you, you can come and kneel at an altar. And I'm going to lead us in a brief time of prayer. Let's bow our heads. You online, join us as well. Oh God, our God, we need you. We need you now, here in this moment. And we're so grateful to to know that whatever our path is, wherever we are right now in this moment, your invitation is to know, deeply know, continue to know, growing in our knowledge of you. If we do that, you're faithful to come and straighten out our paths, correct our paths, make them wide enough for others to follow with us. And so today we join with our Nazarene brothers and sisters all across the United States and into Canada. And we are praying for these things. Father, we are praying for protection. As the Lord taught us to pray that you would deliver us from evil. Not because we're going to huddle in this building and just hunker down and try to survive and maintain our way of life. Our way of life can be lived no matter what the circumstances are outside of this building. So remind us of that. But we pray that as we go, that you would protect us from divisive thinking. That would keep us in an us versus them mentality. We pray that you would protect us from having hard hearts when we're rejected. We pray that when that rejection comes, we would say they're not ready yet. 
but maybe soon. Pray that you would protect us from a mindset that says, I'm just going to stay here. and There's nothing left that I can do. God, protect us from numbing out. Send us out. Remind us again and again that where you are with us, we have all that we need. Protect us as you send us out to serve. I'm going to take one minute and I'm just going to be quiet. I'm going to invite you, honest people here and online, pray from your heart honest prayers to God about protection, what that looks like for you. Jesus, we also pray for direction. We're not there yet. You're calling us further out. You're calling us to new people. You're calling us into our communities, into our neighborhoods. You're calling us into missions. You're calling us to serve. You're calling us to wash feet. You're calling us to feed. You're calling us to give. And honestly, we don't know how to get there. So we pray that you would give us direction. Pray that you would help our spiritual GPS to be in tune with your satellites. That shows us the need. And then pulls us in the right direction. To the right, to the left, straight ahead following after you. Give us direction where you're calling us to go. Inspire us, young and old, male and female. Call us into your great journey. Folks, let's just take a moment and I want you to pray. Honest prayers. It's not holy words. It's just honest prayers. Where do you need direction? Pray right now. Lastly, Lord Jesus, we need to see you. We need revelation. We need our eyes uncovered. We might see you in the people that you place in our path, at work, at school, friends, and those who would resist us. 
Help us to see you there. Help us to hear your voice calling us forward. Give us revelation of what you are calling Cross Community Church and the Church of the Nazarene to be and do in our world today. Right now, in the midst of all the turmoil, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of all the political upheaval, in the midst of the wars and the rumors of wars, we need a revelation of you. So come and move among us. Teach us. Help us. Send us out. Show us the way. Brothers and sisters, pray your honest prayer for revelation. Right now, in this place, in this moment, cry out to God. We pray these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. One God forever and ever. And all God's honest people said, Amen. Amen. Would you stand and receive this blessing? Again, if you're wanting to participate, and I hope all of you will participate, we'll have some at the Connection Center. We'll have those QR codes Uploaded to our Facebook page, our website, so you can go and just scan your screen at home. We want everyone to participate. We just need honest people and honest prayers. So don't let anything distract you. Be involved. Be a part. Brothers and sisters, may you know that your call is to trust in the Lord with all your heart. To lean not on your own understanding. And from wherever your path is right now, lean in to knowing, deeply knowing, growing in your knowledge of this God who loves you. And may you experience the joy of seeing Him widen, of seeing Him straighten out, of seeing Him correct your path. I pray that you will see all of this begin to take place as you pray honest prayers from your heart. I pray this in the name of the Father who is for us, in the name of the Son who is with us, in the name of the Holy Spirit who is in us, one God forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Would you do me one more favor? This next week is my week to go away and to pray about where God is leading us as Cross Community Church. I do this every year. I finally get to go back to where I normally go because I guess everything's okay now with COVID. And so I'm excited about that. But would you pray for me as you enter in this time of prayer? Would you pray for me as well? That God would inspire and give me direction and confidence in where he is calling us to go as a people. Would you do that for me? Would you online do that for me? I appreciate that. Then go in His name. Go in His strength and power. Go. Be an honest person. Pray honest prayers. Have a great week. We'll see you a week. Well, two weeks. We'll see you. Have a great, great afternoon. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.
We would love to connect with you today for listening to our podcast. Please fill out a connect card on our website at c3naz.net. You can also support the ministries of Cross Community by giving online on our website.